Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, Ambassador of Dark and Paranormal Tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Oh, good. Hello, officially. Nice to talk with you both again, um, which you're norm. I mean, I've talked to you each, Steve, for Haunting in the Heartland and Cindy for the Holder Files, but this was a really fun combo to see you guys join together like that. Yeah. Have, have you done that before or did I miss something? No, that was the first time that we were able to work together. Wow. So you guys have a really good chemistry, which just shows maybe you can work with anybody, but you guys, it it was a really nice um, matchup. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but... I don't know how to put yeah. that. No, we really, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I loved working with Steve. I think we, we had a really good chemistry, and um, it was really fun to team up, although we work on different shows, you know, separately. Um, I agree. I thought that we, we really worked well together, and it was really fun. Yeah, so I thought we had a great synergy, and, um, you know, she's uh, excellent at what she does, and it was great investigating with her. Yeah, you guys had some... Some crazy, um, have you both, did you ever think you would ever investigate anything with Ed, is it Gein? Is that how I say it? Yes. Yeah. Um, Personally, no, I I never expected to get the opportunity. I've been interested in, you know, Ed Gein most of my life studying, you know, different uh, aspects of his cases. He obviously influenced so many pop culture horror films, you know, that I grew up to, um, super famous case, but I definitely never expected to do any investigation on this property. That's for sure. How about you, Cindy? Yeah, no, I mean, look like I'm a huge horror movie fan too. So it, it was really one of those things where when I got the call to, to work on the case, I was like, Oh man, this is going to be crazy, you know? And it's a very famous case. So there are a lot of things out there that a lot of people know, but to be able to like be on that land and really feel all of the, the things attached to that case and to get into the mind of that gene was, was really, it was crazy. It it was nuts. Like, I got the chance, thanks to Sammy, to watch the screener, and I was a little, there was things like, of course, I've heard about him, but, and I sort of was aware of, like, he influenced Silence of the Lamb and Psycho. I had kind of forgotten about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but um, the, I, there was a lot I didn't know that you guys brought up, like the mom. I I guess I, I was sort of aware of it, but I never knew her name or she was intense. Like out of the two, were you expecting that at all? Like, or was that sort of surprising to you both also? Ooh, um, for me, honestly, I, I – I was a little bit surprised at how present she was in that investigation. I guess I don't, I never really know what I'm going to step into when I walk into an investigation. 
But I, I feel like her presence was was just as powerful as his and just as scary, to be honest with you. I mean, she really did some pretty terrible things. And to be able to see how her her treatment of her, to her son, you know, the way she treated him, uh, affected him and turned him literally into a monster was really sad, you know, to, to feel that and see that. Yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, as far as I go, you know, like the movie Psycho, obviously, by Hitchcock, I mean, they, they kind of, you know, portrayed the relationship between Ed Gein and his mom. So I, I knew that was a factor, but I never, ever thought she would be such a powerful force during this investigation. And like Cindy said, I mean, it was basically immediately from the moment we stepped onto his land, uh, she started to surround us and and Cindy was picking up on her and that was literally just the beginning and like Cindy said she was just as prominent as any spirit that we encountered or even more Uh, yeah she I mean I was extremely touched when Cindy you're like you know I just feel so bad for Ed right now that this you know he was tormented basically as a child and your portrayal of that is probably, I mean, I was almost crying because I just, I felt so strongly about that. And I just wonder, mm-hmm. how do you, like, I, I don't know that I've ever watched, I mean, you always do absorb things like, like this, but how do you shake this case? Like, have you been able to shake it off? Yeah, this is one that I don't know if I'll fully be able to, to shake off because once you get into that sort of imagery and you start seeing those things in your mind, you can't unsee them. And once you embody the, the feelings attached to, to what you're seeing, you can't really, you know, pretend it didn't happen. So I, I have to say, and, and I've been saying this since we did this case, this is probably one of the, the craziest cases I've ever worked on, the most emotional and I really try to do a pretty good job of keeping my emotions together because that's part of my job, you know, but yeah. there were moments um, during this investigation where I almost couldn't. I mean, there was the moment when I was, was seeing those things um, about having his mom and I, I almost teared up and I did tear up a little bit, but I held it together, but that doesn't happen to me very often. And so, I mean, it, it was hard. It was a hard case. It looked hard. And Steve, what about for you? Like, is there anything you do to, kind of, you know, regroup or shake it. I don't, I don't yeah, even I mean, know. There's, yeah, there's different, you know, methods you, you know, can try to do, uh, whether that be through faith or different things to try to kind of cleanse yourself after something like this. But, you know, I, I don't have the gift that Cindy has, but I guess how, how the case lingers with me is finding out the explicit details, the things that the public really doesn't know, that, you know, just being so deep into the case and finding out all the shocking details actually coming in contact with some of the, I uh, don't want to reveal too much, but some of the items that Gein used and uh, the effect that even that item had on the person that owned it. It was very surreal. Uh, it's the best way to describe it. I mean, going into that case, going into Gein's energy and mind, it was pretty terrifying. I mean, it's really the best way to say it. Yeah, you you guys had a very interesting and like there were, I was like, okay, I didn't know that was coming. Oh, I didn't know about this was coming. Oh, they're going in now. I mean, there, there's a lot. I think it's and is it a two-hour special? Yes. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I. But I was so absorbed into, you know, oh, I didn't know this about that case. I I didn't know about that. Um, 
it, 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 you guys really have that. I, I'm just shaken up still. Watch. I don't know how you guys would do that. Like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that from from this this show. So it's one of the most intense shock docs ever. Like I think it's now the top of the list for that. Um, and and oh, the wow. summit. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just, you know, people. If if you like the shocking, you'll love this one. Um, um, the cemetery. <laughs> You guys had a well. I I think Cindy, you might have still been in the car, which I got a little worried because you guys had visitors show up. Um, does that happen yeah. a lot, Steve? Um, you know, throughout my career, it it, it has happened at different times. You, when you're investigating, you never know what's going to happen. You know, a lot of times we're in uh, different locations or, or rural areas or abandoned buildings, and sometimes the police might be called because maybe some passerby sees a flashlight doesn't quite know what's happening. Um, but this is quite different. Um, you know, again, not to give away too much, but we definitely had some unexpected visitors uh, that um, approached us while in the cemetery. And, you know, things got a little uh, little interesting. And, uh, you know, we did what we felt was right. We always try to be as, you know, respectful as possible to any community that we're in. And, uh, you know, I think it worked out for the best. But, yeah, definitely unexpected visitors. Yeah. Yeah, you handled it very well. So I was like, I wonder if he has a lot of practice with that or something, but. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm glad I was absolutely. in this car because I, I have no idea what I would have done. I mean, I wouldn't have done so. It was good I was in the car, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was um, so oblivious. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because I was, at first I was like, oh, no, is Cindy okay? Like, I didn't know what was going on. So it was good that it, it was not, it was, you know, he just handled it, went on and, um, and I wonder if we can if we can discuss this, just tell me. And I'll ask the question, you can say no, that gives away too much. But why didn't he just dig up his mom? Does anybody know? Has, did anybody ever ask him that? Well, I mean, that's that's a really good question. I mean, there's there's been rumor and folklore that uh, supposedly he had tried. Now, I'm quite not – I don't quite believe that because I believe that he successfully had done that to several different – corpses sadly and if he wanted to do that you know with his mother he certainly could have um so it's very difficult to say um he chose women that uh, the bodies fresh bodies of women that resembled his mother closely but i think for some reason he was able to i guess um hold her sacred enough to not desecrate her grave uh maybe some psychological effect out of fear of doing that or seeing her in that altered state that he's seen these other bodies we're not really sure but supposedly rumor has it he had tried a few times but was spotted and kind of took off out of the graveyard there's a lot of folklore surrounding this case so you have to dig really deep to separate uh facts from rumor so to speak ah that makes sense because that was my first thing i was like this seems a little like why wouldn't he just do that instead of going that i mean that was just a very I don't even know what you call whatever he had, but that, wow. Um, that was super intense to watch from that angle. Um, oh, and I don't know if we kind of, well, we, I guess we kind of did touch on who was more intense to encounter it or his mom. But about the trigger items, do you wish maybe you had tried to use any kind of a trigger item for the mom? Well, actually, technically, we we did at, at one point. The Bible, we, uh, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's we did. true. You did. You did. You did. I, doggone it! I forgot all about that. 
Um, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and what about, I, I can't say like the, the really the end part, but on the the land, did you guys find the man? I don't actually remember. And I don't know if we can even talk about that, if that gives too much away. Did we find what you said? The mound. Oh, the mound. Yeah, I thought you said the man at first. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to, yeah. Well, I mean, this is where I get tricky, because do I go into that other part of the story? Like, where am I going with this, you know? Like... Yeah, well, I mean, definitely Cindy, Cindy, Cindy hit on a mound right off the bat. You know, she was seeing that, and uh, we definitely had confirmed through local historians that there were mounds on the property that were believed to go back quite some time and believed to be, in fact, burial mounds, you know, and so that was 100% accurate. And, um, you know, again, she hit on that uh, just within moments of, of walking around the property with me, which was very impressive. No, that, that, I mean, Sydney's always impressive. You both are. But this episode took it to a whole different level. Oh, but I do have something. Cindy, does it ever surprise you? Like, there's times, like, like you guys got a lot. I won't say all the activity that you got. But you guys got a lot of activity. And even though you're aware of the spirits, does it still, when, when, the, when the equipment confirms it, are you still like, oh, wow, that's, that is that's picking up on what I'm picking up on. Is does that still surprise yeah, you? Yeah, it's really. It does. I mean, it's funny, right? Because it, this is the thing: like mediumship in the paranormal world. Although we're under the same umbrella, we don't always work together. Like some, so I spent a lot of years working on my own doing mediumship. So anytime I'm with paranormal investigator with equipment, like I'm seeing something in my mind or feeling something or just knowing something, but when then it, when it comes through on the equipment, it, it's, it's like exciting. I don't even know if it's like surprising maybe, but it's more excitement because I'm like, finally, somebody's validating, something is validating what's going on in my head, you know? And it's so great for me to, to see that and have that experience. I absolutely love um, working with equipment. And sometimes it does scare me, you know, but I think it's really because most of the time with, with mediumship, like we're seeing, feeling, hearing, and knowing, but it's very internal or it's an external projection of something that's going on internally. So when we have that validation as mediums, it's, it's really, it's exciting. And sometimes it is scary when I hear that we heard the woman screaming through the machine. That was terrifying, right? It was oh, like, yeah. I knew it was happening, but then when I heard it, it's, it's, yeah, so I guess it does. It's shocking. It's exciting. It's all of those things. Oh my gosh, that was it was really interesting to watch that because it happened so much this episode. I was like, wow, okay. I mean, it, yeah. it's happened before, but this was a different again, a different level. So, do you guys think? I'll just ask one more question. I know you've probably got tons of calls, so I thank you for your time. But do you think you'd like to work on something else again? And if so, would you? Do another famous case or something maybe not so famous? Oh, I would, well, love I, I would see it again. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, Cindy was uh, absolutely incredible to work with, kind of just touching base on your last question as an investigator to me to see how accurate she was, how quickly uh, getting all the, the responses from the geoport in conjunction with what she was telling me was 
it's fantastic. It's very rare as an investigator to be able to work with the medium that accurate, that quickly, and it really helps you get to the bottom of a case just that much quicker. So certainly I would love to work with Cindy in any capacity. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Steve, and likewise. I mean, you're a top-notch investigator, and I just, it was great. So I, I, it was awesome. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. And Steve, I'm so sorry. That was rude. I should have directed the question back to oh, you. Oh, no, no, no. I just... <laughs> I just wanted to chime in with that because it's, I've been doing this a long time, and it's just incredible when Cindy's telling me uh, Augusta is here. I sense her right there. She's telling me this, and then right through the geoport of the spirit box, we're getting direct confirmation of everything she was saying. I mean, it's just it's a it's it's a one in a million uh, when you have an opportunity to work with somebody with a gift like that that can just come to fruition right in front of your eyes. So it's it was great, you know. I couldn't That's imagine fantastic. doing that case with anybody else. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it, was, it was really good, and I love you guys have a great chemistry and, and really interesting things. I just hope somehow both of those spirits and any other ones you encountered were maybe able to get some rest or peace and leave other people alone. Right. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But um hey, thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate this. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you. you. You've been listening to Haunt Johns, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Morock, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this audio journey. Did you like what you heard? If so, the best ways to show your appreciation are by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts from, leaving a review if your podcast provider permits it, or by sharing this episode. If you're curious about the music, almost all of it comes from filmmusic.io, unless otherwise specified in the show notes, which is also where all artists and song titles are listed. And if you'd like to continue exploring with me beyond the podcast, you can always jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net or socially on Instagram and YouTube. I sure do appreciate you taking the time to sail the airwaves with me. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.